Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey folks, it's Matt Zachary, and welcome to Vax On, a weekly segment of my podcast, Out of Patience, right here on the Offscript Network. Hey, I'm Alura Nanos. I'm a lawyer, a journalist, a mom of a teenage narcoleptic, and a professional big mouth. Lou and I go back 30 years as best friends, and we're here to have fun and bring you a layperson's guide to what the hell just happened this week in healthcare as America gets its vax on and shows COVID the door. We're here together to learn, complain, and include you in the conversation. So join us on Twitter at VaxOnPod and share your stories and grievances using the hashtag VaxOn. All right, Matt, let's get at it. It's Vax On. Hello. I am so happy today. Wait, wait, that's the opposite of every other show. Who are you? I will be I will be very unhappy by the end of the show today okay. because we have some grim stories. But to you're cover. starting happy. I'm starting really happy because today is my first day of a three-day New York Citycation. Yes. <laughs> I'm like like people do that. Well, and you live here. I, but I live in New Jersey. Is this like a three-day staycation? Yes, it's like a three-day staycation in New York where I am a full-on patron of the arts. So let me recap. I have seen Hamilton twice in the past two weeks. I saw Elvis Costello the other night, which was amazing. He's cool AF. And um, tonight I'm seeing Moulin Rouge. Tomorrow I'm seeing Jagged Little Pill. And I think I'm seeing another concert at the end of the week. So I'm like... You're being here for lost time. I am a full de' Medici of <laughs> Staten Island right now. <laughs> I am patronizing all of the arts. You're going to paint a ceiling? I'm going to paint a ceiling. I'm going to go to a museum. Got to carve a giant block of marble. Yeah, I, absolutely. If you have a block of marble, give it on here. Yeah. I, I will fucking carve You'll the... chisel the fuck out of I it. I will chisel the fuck out of that thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm doing. I... Again, I'm getting boosted on Friday. By yes, the way. I'm getting boosted uh, this weekend. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, so it's and I, my I, wife got boosted. And did, how'd she feel? How'd she do it with it? Uh, her arm still hurts, <sighs> but she's fine. But she's fine. She didn't, so she didn't she, get sick. No, she didn't get sick. Both of you had that thing with your arm though. The last we had time, that right? ridiculous COVID arm. Yeah, we'll see if <laughs> COVID arm happens again. It, I mean, it was crazy because it just went on a really long time. Yeah, yeah. I started to not notice it anymore, and then a friend was standing next to me, and she touch my arm to, you know, to get my attention. And she tapped me. She goes, your arm is so hot. Are you okay? And I was like. So you're trying to say that your little New York City stint is the moral of the story that New York is back? Uh, oh, yeah. Manhattan's York, back? Manhattan is back. I'm going to great restaurants. I'm seeing great shows. Um, where I'm wearing those N95 masks in the theater, which, holy shit. Those, those are terrible. Terrible. And wait, and listen and to. And then the, the seats are still the size of like, like. But yeah, they were in the 30s. Matchboxes for yeah. people with way smaller asses than yes. I have. Wait, and can I tell you, this is hilarious. Like, I'm always amused by the secondary effects of COVID regulations and right. stuff. 
So I want to be extra careful because I am in crowds in, you know, in the theater. Even though everyone's vaccinated. Everyone is vaccinated and people are very, very good about wearing masks. But still, you know, there are breakthrough infections. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to be as careful as possible since I'm, you know, they're just doing a leisure activity. I might as well be a little extra careful. Right. So I'm wearing the N95 mask and here's the impact it has on me. So I put it on and, you know, it has that like surgical smell. Yeah. So it is immediately a sense memory to every time I visited someone in the hospital. So what happens is I put the mask on my face and I immediately get nervous. <laughs> it is bizarre. It has happened three Hospital or four anxiety. times. Yeah, it's weird. It's, and I'm like, why am I ner-? Oh, right. Because it's that smell. Yeah. And it's hysterical to me that it's doing that. But So now I understand, like, soon the smell is going to start to remind me of Broadway. Well, it's funny <laughs> that you can jack a little pill. Yeah. You and your medical themes. <laughs> yes, that is. It's a it's a medical theme week. The health anyway. and hospital. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, but I'm excited. So it, I'm I'm having all kinds of fun this week, courtesy of N95 masks. Yeah, and my my COVID update is that I'm getting boosted. My wife got boosted, and I don't know if we're going to talk about this today, but we're, we're getting real close to the uh, the six to eleven year old approvals of these. I know, yeah, really close. Such good news, right? And and it's interesting because you know I I know that the infection rates aren't really as bad with young children, but. Everyone I know who has a child in that age range where they've been vaccinated, their spouse has been vaccinated, right. but it's like they have one child that hasn't been vaccinated or a couple of kids, young kids. Right. It's almost like you don't realize the weight of the stress you're carrying around with you until that child gets vaccinated. Yeah. And then it immediately feels like a major relief. Well, we're very eager to get the kids in as soon as it's, was it EUA, right? It's not yeah. like it's going to be emergency use. Right. Emergency use, but it Moderna's should be anything. coming soon. Pfizer is 90% effective. It's exciting. It is. It's, it, it's, it feels like there's going to be, um, you know, a, a very real light at the end of the tunnel that is right. not a train. So. Right. <laughs> not a train. <laughs> it's going to be the, where they paint the train on the rock and then Bugs Bunny runs through the rock with the... Yeah. The Tasmanian yes, devil smashes into exactly. the rock. Exactly. And it's going to be good. We're all going to be happy and we're going to stop talking about COVID constantly. And then we'll rename this podcast something else. Vax off? Vax off. We're we'll going to go vax off somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Vaxing <laughs> off. Pardon me. <laughs> anyway. uh, hey, now. <laughs> you can go, go vax off on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other pod. <laughs> but meanwhile... You know, I'm looking for some some great stories that are relevant to, you know, the world recovering from COVID and vaccination. And this story was just too ridiculous not to share. So Utah, everyone's favorite cutely shaped state, conducted a study where they ranked how many people got vaccinated but by astrological sign. Okay. Right? You bet Florida is not an astrological sign. I think this is the funniest thing ever, and I love that someone did this. I know nothing of astrological signs, so do you have any insight into the ranking and that makes sense? So I have a little bit. I'm not right. like a big astrology person, but I do have a lot of friends that are like really into astrology. We need Dan Warwick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we need the Psychic Friends Network. <laughs> Sally Struthers. No, no, it was Dan Warwick, right? It was Dan Warwick, yeah. yeah. So the results are really interesting. Leo's were vaccinated. 70% of Leos were fully vaccinated. All right. Leos, I do, that is the most aggressive sign, isn't it? The lion? No, I think Taurus is the most aggressive oh, sign. Taurus is the bullheaded ones, yeah. the stubborn ones. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't know. Maybe, like, I don't know. My daughter is- get a lot of tweet hate. I don't know a lot about like all of the characteristics. What, what right. I do know is that the- What pe- are you? So I'm a Libra. Okay. Right? No, I'll tell you this, right? So I'm a Libra. And so I know about Libras that we're, our sign is balance and our sign is the scales. So 
the first thing I thought is, well, we're probably vaccinated at a 50-50 rate. Yeah. Right? No, not. Um, no, Libras are vaccinated at a 54% rate. That's all right. So speculatively reasonable. Right. But this is what's so interesting. So Leo's, that they were the number one. They were vaccinated 70% of them, right? And then the worst were Scorpios. Now, Scorpios, from what I understand, have a reputation for being like confrontational and difficult. So everyone on Staten Island is a Scorpio. Right. They're only vaccinated at 46%. Okay. But that's a huge difference. It's a massive difference. That's a massive difference, but by by uh, astrological sign. So, and everyone else fell in the middle. So you had Aquarius was sixty seven, and then Virgo was fifty percent. So it, you know there. I mean, it's a pretty big range. And then like within each, you know, from from one to the next, it's like you know goes down by a percent or two. I'm disappointed in my fellow Gemini's that really should have been fifty fifty. Yeah, Gemini's also should have been fifty fifty, right? Gemini's fifty five forty five. I think that's really strange. Yeah, come on. We're the twins. We should be equally minded. Which is the same reason. Like, Libras should be balanced. And yes. we just aren't. But, uh, you know, go Leos. So Leos are people that have their birthday, I believe, in, uh, like, early August or late July. We're going to fact check that. No, I know that because my daughter is a Leo. There you go. It's like one of the few things I know. <laughs> but um, My wife's funny? an Aquarius, so that makes sense, too. So Number they're, two, they're very vaccinated. I wonder if this is going to start, like, factoring into the horoscopes. Like... Welcome, Scorpio. You're going to have a difficult month. Also, you might get COVID. <laughs> Consider getting vaccinated this right. month, Capricorns. How funny would it be to like, like slot that into the horoscopes? Right? Yeah. Would, I wonder if someone is doing that. Hijack the copywriters into the horoscopes. I think it would be really funny. I remember that when I was a college student, this is like the one thing I know about uh, astrology, is when I took psychology as a college student, I learned that there is a phenomenon, a psychological phenomenon that makes you think that things like horoscopes and personality tests and things like that are always accurate. So that in the study, they gave like 500 people the same exact horoscope and then asked them to rate how accurate they felt it described them or described their life. And everyone said it was a perfect. Right. You find the. Uh... The bias in there that speaks right. to you. Right. And, and I thought that was really interesting. Like, everybody always thinks it's accurate. Right. I'm no different. Like, anytime I ever read characteristics about Libras, I always am like, yes, that's exactly me. Um, well, that's the tarot readings. Like, I'm getting a mm, <laughs> masculine person in your family. <laughs> Someone with an M masculine person in your family. But I listen, some people are really into it. And um, and I can't help notice that sometimes there's like some real stuff that comes out of that. And I have to tell you, this poll to me, I can't really ignore it. I mean, it shouldn't it be across all astrological signs of the same rates of vaccination? I would love to see the same poll done in other places too, besides just Utah. To know, is it like Utah Capricorns or is it like all <laughs> Utah Capricorns? UtahCapricorn.com. You know, the okay. Connecticut Tauruses, you can't They're deal with those right. people. Exactly. So right. I'm interested. I mean, those New Mexico Gemini. California Scorpios, very different than Rhode Island Scorpios. I know, I know. I don't know. Weird. Anyway. Yes, it's like the gluten people and the East Village gluten people. Right, different gluten people. Yes. <laughs> we should do this by gluten-free. <gasps> yes. We should cut this by how many people that are gluten-free got vaccinated. I want to know, like, vegans, gluten-free yes, people. vegetarian, vegetarian lacto-ovos. Pescatarian. What yes. did you say? Lacto-ovo. What the hell is that? That's something in between vegetarian and vegan. It's like vegetarians don't eat, like, dairy, but they eat eggs. Oh, I was But then not... there's people that donate dairy or eggs because eggs are kind of like parav and Jewish. They're like in between something. They're not quite meat. They're not quite milk. I had 
no idea that you had this level of nuanced knowledge. No, you're taught this because eggs. So in Hebrew, the parav is like yeah, I, right. Uh, I know the whole thing. It's with like the kosher parav, yeah, right. like mm-hmm. like everything. Yeah. And you know, if you're having a milk meal, you can have eggs. Right. Right. If you're having oh. a meat meal, you can have eggs. Eggs go with milk or meat, but milk and meat don't go together. I see. If you're really I didn't practicing know that, about that the stuff, eggs. yeah. Oh. Eggs go both ways in Judaism. You see, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> That's the other podcast. <laughs> See, I'm Ita- on Saturday's show, the fuck the eggs go both ways. <laughs> See, I'm Italian. We don't have those rules. The rules that we have is that my my mother doesn't believe in allergies and she's just like, yeah. thinks everyone is being a pain in the ass. Yes. Peanuts stuffed with peanuts. <laughs> yeah. She's like, That's ridiculous. I'm like, That person, you know, doesn't eat gluten. She's like, Stop it. They don't eat pasta. <laughs> Cut it out. That's like that scene from a big Greek wedding. Yeah. You don't eat meat. That's all right. Have we, some lamb. We make lamb. <laughs> That's 100% on my eye. Yeah, done. exactly. 100%. So, 100%. <sighs> but anyway, moving on. Um, it is time for our Sir Moment poll of the week. Sir Moment. And so sadly, this week we lost Colin Powell. And, um, you know, his death brought up kind of this inner debate. And I, I'm sure you heard it in the news, which is sort of how it was reported, because his death was reported to be a COVID death and kind of. But he was a hot mess with cancer for many had, years. Yeah, he had major medical problems. And that was kind of like in the fine print, right. you know, that he had multiple myeloma. He had a totally uh, compromised immune system. He was also 84 years old. Right. So, I mean, he had like lots of shit going on. And while COVID might have been kind of the thing that tipped him and, and ultimately was the last factor in causing his death. You know, he was someone who had severe health issues. Right. So, you know, his death, you know, well, of course, sad. And of course, we wish he he didn't get COVID and die from it. You know, it's not really fair to say, look, he's an example of why vaccines don't work. Yeah. Right. Those people are going to take that and run any way they can. Right. So this goes back to some of the narrative in the Cancer Mavericks documentary, which our listeners can check out at cancermavericks.com, the 50-year history of cancer advocacy. Do you die of cancer? Or do you die of complications of cancer, right? You don't die of cancer. Cancer doesn't kill you. Your liver kills you. Your liver doesn't work. You die, right? Your lungs stop working. You die. Your heart stops. You die. Cancer is the catalyst by which that happens. So this goes back to some of the early 2020 stuff. People that died of COVID, no one dies of COVID. Your body shuts down and COVID's the catalyst. So how do you want to frame that in a sense? Yeah, like you said, COVID was the thing that, you know, was the, the, the last straw. Right. In a sense for him. But it, it is absolutely unfair to say if someone who already has horrible health stuff going on that got vaccinated dies a month later from COVID, that's irrelevant to the vaccine. It, it really is. And I think that honestly, I think that people have different capacities to be able to process and sort through information like this to really put it in an order, an orderly way in their mind to know, OK, well, I see this person. I know he was vaccinated. I know he died. Um, but I also see other people who have been vaccinated where the vaccine seems to be really a good thing for them. And I think people just, you know, not everyone has the really cognitive ability, frankly, right. to get take that information and understand what to do with it, um, which is why it's important how this stuff is reported and what words we use and what buzzwords we use to to talk about well, so this. So if you get vaccinated and then you're hit by a car and die. Then the vaccine didn't work. The vaccine didn't work. <laughs> right. Clearly, it's supposed to protect you from car accidents. Well, you know, interesting that you say that because that goes directly to the questions we asked in our Sermo poll this week. And I have to tell you, the results are really fucking weird. Okay, so listen well, to this. they've been pretty good consistently. I think we're due for a weird result. This is a weird result. It makes me really uncomfortable. So what's the question? One question was, we asked the doctors, do you agree 
that there is no vaccine or medical treatment that's 100 percent effective. Like, do you agree that nothing's perfect? Right. That That's like a weird double negative question, though. It is. But I, it's kind of like I thought we all knew that, that there weren't going to be perfect. There's no 100 percent of anything. Right. Death and, and taxes. So, right. So I kind of felt like, yeah, like that's not even controversial. We already know nothing is perfect. However, the doctors that answered, 80 percent of them said, yes, we agree. Nothing's perfect. 20 percent of them disagreed. I want those doctors. <laughs> the ones that are like, no, no, we have something perfect. Yes. That's weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't reconcile Maybe they misunderstood them. the question. I guess, but I don't know. It's just weird to me. We should break them down by horoscope. <laughs> All of those fucking- All the Geminis said, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> those fucking Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah. They think everything's perfect. The Libra doctors, they're done. It's weird. And, and we also asked a question about Colin Powell's death. We said to the doctors, are you concerned- that the anti-vax people are going to look at Colin Powell's death and make the claim that vaccines don't work. Like, are the doctors aware that that is going to happen? Well, we knew that was a certainty, but what do the doctors say? The doctors say, 80% of them said, yep, we knew that was going to happen. Yep. 20% they of them, woke. apparently 20% of them were also confounded by this and didn't expect it. was that. the same 20%. It was the, that's same, that's 100%. exactly what I was going to say. It's the same 20% who are like, who are all these people? <laughs> 20% were like, who's Colin that Powell? That was my Seinfeld. Sorry. Who are all these people? <laughs> That was more of a Larry David. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apparently 20% they don't know who Colin Powell yes. is. Um, and we, we also asked, have you had patients vaccinated against COVID-19 who have either become seriously ill or died? Why this question doesn't say died from COVID? Because right. that's sort of the important. <laughs> have you had patients like... vaxxed against COVID-19 dying a car crash the <laughs> next day? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. not, not to make light of it, but like really... Um, but, you know, look, 47% of doctors said, said yep, we had patients that but passed away. reasonable. Yeah, and, and 53% said, no, we haven't. But we don't know whether the patients were Virgos or Libras we, we definitely or Geminis uh, nor do or we 88 know. years old we also, or we're all Colin Powell. We also do. Every patient was Colin Powell. <laughs> they asked only Colin Powell's doctor. Yes. Um, we also don't know if the doctors are, you know, Sagittarius. Right. <laughs> so anyway, make so of that So many what, permutations. <laughs> make of that what you will. Oh, um, God. Well, all right. So thank you to those 20% of doctors that confuse the fuck out of us. On that note, all the Geminis can leave us now. And we'll be right back after this break. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. 
you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, the Gemini's can come back. We're back. All right, we're back. We are back. We're back. And Matt, I'm going to ask you to brace yourself, okay? Yeah, you said this wasn't Squid Game. This is something else. This is really bad. And it's fucking disgusting. And I feel like I need to bring this to your attention. All right. So we've been talking for the I've past- I've girded my loins. Please- <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I feel like I just stumbled on an intimate That's- moment. <laughs> I am a Gemini. <laughs> I've also ungirded my loins. <laughs> I broke a Laura. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so uh, good. I, I needed a good laugh before getting into this horrendous segment. It is so upsetting and weird. Like I just need guidance here. Okay. I'm preparing my spit take. Yes, please do. Um, so, you know, we've been talking over the past few weeks about some of the kind of secondary effects of COVID, like supply chain interruption and that kind of thing. Yeah. Right? You and your Uncrustables. My Uncrustables. Still, still no yeah. fucking Uncrustables, by the way. For, yeah. the, for those keeping track, we got the freaking strawberry ones, but nobody makes the, the hazelnut ones. Yeah, the Nutella ones don't don't exist anymore. And by the way, you don't need the strawberry ones in a lunch because that doesn't have any protein in it. The, uh, right. the Nutella ones have protein. My yeah. daughter has to take a math test. She needs a protein. Please, Smuckers, if you're listening, make the fucking Nutella ones. Okay. Peanut stuff with peanuts. <laughs> More peanuts for everybody. Okay. Anyway. No, they're hazelnuts. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. So... Listen to this supply chain fuckery right here. Okay. Oh, I never got back to about the rubber dog shit. Turns out there's plenty of rubber dog shit. Oh, thank God. Yes. Thank God for plenty. that. Okay, good. Well, th- what there is not plenty of is surgical gloves. We're out of gloves? So we've been out of gloves for a while. And of co- you know, this should make perfect sense. It's the famous latex shortage of 2021. <laughs> right. But as you may have noticed, um, you know, we're using gloves for way more things than than we used to because we're so much more conscious of germs and stuff. Um, I mean, there, I definitely used latex gloves to go food shopping early in the pandemic when I first returned to a supermarket. I absolutely wore gloves. And and by the way, um, do you know that we don't we don't always even use latex gloves? We use n- nitrile gloves. Because people have latex allergies, so now we have this other kind of glove. That's going to really train wreck Vandalay Industries. Yeah, that's right. You want to be my latex salesman. Yeah, the, to channel the people that aren't our age. That was the George Costanza reference from Seinfeld. Look it up. Watch the episode. It's really good. Vandalay Industries. Say Vandalay Industries. <laughs> I forgot that who was a latex salesman. Anyway, <laughs> but it's neither here nor there what kind of gloves right now. But here's the problem. There is a shortage of gloves. There's right. a, There is both increased demand and decreased supply. Mm-hmm. But listen to what's happening as a result. What country? Well, it happened in, we know for a fact that it happened in Thailand, but we think that it's happening in other countries as well. One night in Bangkok. But makes the world your oyster. Listen to this, though. Companies are taking used surgical gloves that have blood on them, that have sometimes marker on them, that have all sorts of shit on them. And they're cleaning them? And not cleaning them, Matt. Dying them. Like to cover up the crap on the gloves? Yes. So like there's red blood all over the glove. It goes back to these companies. The companies dye the gloves blue and repackage them and send them back to hospitals that end up in the U.S. They don't even wash them in like a, a bleach or anything? Apparently not. Because what is happening... That's quality supply chain. Can I gotta you tell you even, It's really fucking gross. So what's happening is that companies in the U.S., are opening up packages of uh, surgical gloves and looking at them and being like, ew, there's like blood on them. 
And the companies who manufactured the gloves or sent them over are like, what are you talking about? So there's been a whole investigation. The FDA is looking into it. Homeland Security is looking into it. Some companies have already- These are not the gloves you're looking for. <laughs> but these are definitely not- That the... is disgusting. Wait, hold on. And it gets worse. Oh, God. So sometimes the facilities that open up the gloves and find that they're all shitty, guess what they do? They still use them. No, they're like, oh, well, we can't use these. So they send them to food service. Oh, God. The lunch ladies. Yeah. Like this is I'm like, sorry, the lunch people. It's 2021. Yes, lunch people. Yeah, but like this is disgusting and terrible. And so th there's been like some exposés. There's been some investigative journalism about it. There are some, you know, law enforcement level investigations going on. But what's happening is that, you know, it, it's requiring like a whistleblower because no one is copying to what they do with these gloves. Someone in the healthcare facilities is like picking up the used gloves giving them back to the glove companies who are then dyeing them and repurposing them. It's like almost recycling. Why don't they, why don't they wash? I mean, it's such a throwaway question. Just wash them. I mean, maybe that's the least worst way to deal with this. Bleach them. I mean, maybe they are, but like, that is not how this works. No, These it's are, supposed to, yeah. This is like sterile medical. Don't do this. <laughs> like, this is like sterile medical <laughs> like stuff. Like anti-death, right? We don't do this, the gloves. Oh my God. I, and it's so funny because I, as, as I was talking to our producer about this, I was like, shit, we're going to be full circle now because if it ends up in the supermarket, now I'm back to fucking washing my strawberries yes, again. Yes, yes, But for yes. totally different reasons. Now it's going to have like somebody's blood on it. From now like that's a supply chain. <laughs> So gross. So, I mean, th uh, this is just so troubling. So officials raided a facility in Bangkok in December 2020. Well, one night in Bangkok <laughs> and the world's your rescue. <laughs> that must have been one. Bjorn Olveyenson from ABBA for the win. <laughs> my musical theater nerd moment. Did you just like come out with the name of the person at ABBA? The musical chest was written by Benny Anderson and Bjorn Olveyus. You literally just like rolled that off your tongue. Like it was just right there, like ready to go. Chess is like my all time favorite show. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's the weirdest musical ever written. Very random. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm going to take your word. I've never... Because it's like half ABBA and half American music. Uh, yeah, I've I've heard interesting things about chess. Okay. You can't say Thailand without going to the musical chess. Look it up, kids. If you say so. It's the ultimate 80s musical next to maybe Starlight Express. Mm, mm, Starlight Express, good one. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I have to do this total sidebar Starlight Express. So instead of teaching skaters how to act... They taught actors how to skate. So that's why they shut down like three weeks in New York because everyone got hurt. No. On the West End, they taught skaters how to act. So there were no no, no nets, injuries. No injuries. That is hilarious. I All didn't right. know that. Our end of Starlight Express segment. You, Matt stars in strange, weird Broadway moments. <laughs> that's it. Okay. You're welcome, people. <laughs> I learned for you. Jesus, you're like crazy during the day. We usually yeah. tape later in the day and I get much less weird facts. No, going. you're on like, I'm on like, like Matt stimulus mode right now. I love it. I'm going to slip some Adderall into your coffee <laughs> one day and see what else I get. It's <laughs> <is> crazy. <laughs> Wait, so you, all right. So go back to Thailand. What has, has there been a government response? Yeah, there has been a government response. Like we're seeing, um, like there are open investigations. I know DHS has an open investigation. Um, they cleared out one company's uh, warehouse in July. DHS seized 70,000 boxes of evidence. So this, it sounds like this is really ongoing. And weirdly, like an, an industry expert was actually quoted saying that the surgical, the nitrile gloves are, quote, the most dangerous commodity on earth right now. Wow. That is fucking grim. Yeah. The gloves are the most dangerous commodity on earth. Really? Wow. More dangerous. Like, like really? Is that, that has to be hyperbolic. I mean, come on. Like, plutonium is looking really good these days. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's not a commodity. I don't know. I need a refill for my DeLorean. <laughs> 
can't even. So the FDA, I'm reading here, the oh, yeah. FDA finally did send out an alert to all the port staff that shipments from, from Thailand should be held in detention. Like that, I, I, can you picture it right? You have like a barge and it's like quarantined and it's a bunch of old gloves. Like, are you fucking serious well, right now? Well, the rubber dog shit's here. The Ikea stuff is there and the gloves are over there. I just feel like, what are we doing, people? Like, really? And, and, and by the way, let's be clear. The reason why this is kind of in the news now is because of COVID. And, right. And it, pro- it may be worse right now because of COVID, because A, the supply chains are all strained, but B, also uh, typical inspection measures that were usually used for import stuff like this have been relaxed because of the emergency need because of COVID. So who knows what the hell was going on before COVID? Like we know this now because it's kind of a hot topic. Right. It's possible that this has been going on for years. Yes. Like who knows? We have to come up with two more things that could potentially be more disgusting than reused gloves during COVID supply chain issues. Yeah. I I don't want to think about it. Ivy bags, band-aids, condoms, (laughs) menstrual pants, tampons. I don't know. Like I can't even like, it's so gross. God bless humanity. I know. No, I, I'm I'm like so disturbed. So I'm I'm gonna. I, I hate to leave on such a disturbing note. Well, let's go back to horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna close the show out by reading each other's horoscopes for the day. This is the Hindu Times for Libra. That would be you. Hit me. Your <laughs> your office appears unusually hectic today. <laughs> I'll take full credit for that. <laughs> get ready to immerse yourself in work learn your lessons from past mistakes to do well in exams whatever well, well it, it depends on what kind of exam yeah. is it like a pelvic exam it's a latex it's... exam <laughs> it's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read this listen to your parents advice it'll be good for you <laughs> if you feel lethargic do some light exercise <laughs> and, and check Check a property deal before investing in it. <laughs> I don't like this. What's yours? All right. So here's mine. Planning a trip with friends is indicated for some, but not for you. <laughs> Fucking loner. If you're Do starting... they know? Do they know about my New York staycation? I, I don't know. If you're starting an if you're starting an exercise routine, <laughs> which is <Negative>. never <laughs> ease into it by beginning at a comfortable level. I'm hearing an M. Is there an M in the word? My name is Matthew. <laughs> Start saving for a new home right now. It may become difficult to cover the entire car. Cost. What? Wait, your horoscope. This is my horoscope. You told you to move out of your house. My love focus. Wait, there's a lot. I missed your love focus. An enjoyable evening with a partner is foreseen and can turn romantic. Oh, great. I know we're married, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not to each other. <laughs> Not you and me, right? <laughs> My God, what a way to end the show on this week. And what the fuck is astrology doing to our planet? Oh, my God. All right. This was great. This was a fun episode. This of was a fun Talk. episode. Yeah. You know, meet you back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And uh, yeah. Mm, Matthew. <laughs> mm, I smell an E. Yeah, I feel that next time I'm going to come with um I'm going to wear those those beads and stuff. You yeah. Know? And bring yeah. tower cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Ouija board. I'm doing it. I'm on it. I'm on it. (laughs) All right, friends. See you next week. Have a great week, everybody. That's all for today, folks. If you like today's show, the conversation continues on Twitter at VaxonPod. That's V-A-X-O-N pod. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell all your friends to listen. 
Vaxon is a product of Offscript Media. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Alora Nanos. Our senior producers are Brianna Seely and Andrew McDowell. It is mixed and edited by Brianna Seely. Our theme music is by Chair Model. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. Hit us up at contact at offscript.com to share comments, feedback, and make recommendations. For more information, visit offscript.com. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.